It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, Headspacers? How's everybody doing today? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Look at y'all looking all radiant in here on this beautiful Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Ooh, it's a big day. It's a big day. It is a big, it's Juneteenth. It's Father's Day weekend. My goodness, we got a lot to celebrate this weekend. And uh, actually... I'm going to go ahead and just let the cat out the bag. We're not in the studio on this day. <laughs> we actually recorded this a few days earlier. The magic of the internet and the radio and the TV and all that stuff. Uh, you know, we were preparing for a lot of different things, one of which uh, some of the team members are going on vacation. Some of them are preparing to have a baby. And so uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, we just decided to go ahead and get this thing done a little earlier. But hey, guess what? There's no excuse. We still are bringing you what you have come to love here at the land of Headspace with Dr. Mike. So y'all doing all right back there so far, Christine and Christy? Hanging in. Good. Very good. Very good. All right. So I tell you what, let's go ahead and get into some head notes. What is happening in the world? What is going on? What's what's something that's happening in the world? Go ahead, I, think you... I know you had some things buzzing around in your head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know, how people seemingly are up in arms um, about what's going on, or the goings on in Bell's Point uh, seem to be upset. Or mm-hmm. no, uh, business owners are going to, or threatening to withhold their taxes if they don't get some kind of attention yes some kind yes yes so for our listeners that don't quite understand us baltimoreans fells point is an area in uh, baltimore city um on the other side of the harbor with is fells point considered a part of harbor east would you say it is or is just like a another neighborhood that's connected to harbor east i don't think it's the same yes yeah, it's, okay. it's say the latter yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So Fells Point is an area that's no. I mean, it's known. It's it's an area where people are known to go bar hopping, and uh, you know, you have a lot of clubs and just a lot of activity that takes place there. And uh, over the last, actually, to be honest with you, it's not really new, but there's just all of a sudden this interest in the extra pieces of violence that's going on around there. Right. Um, same thing in Ocean City. Ocean City is going through something similar where we're having situations where um, I think uh, the kids were um, vape, vaping in an area vaping. where you're not allowed to vape. Yeah. And uh, two different issues, though, because the one in Ocean City is dealing more with the they're investigating the police officers to make sure that they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. What were they doing it the right way? But here at Fells Point is a different story because what you say, Christine, the shop owners are like, they're, they're, they're protesting. They're going to do what? They're threatening to withhold their tax payments if something doesn't happen. And apparently, uh, I think, I don't remember if it's a delegate. I think it was the delegate. He said that he supported it and he thinks that it'll get some attention. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? 
what's your thoughts about that, Christy? Like, I don't like what you're doing, so we're gonna just go ahead and stop paying taxes. No, must be nice just to, right. you know, that make that decision. Obviously, there are gonna be consequences to that decision. Right. You know, um, but I don't know why Fells Point feels as though they're separate from Baltimore City. Like they, right. they want to be their own little area separate from Baltimore City. Unfortunately, Baltimore City has been known for violence and, and unruly behavior. You know, it's it's unfortunately that's some of the things that we're known for. And so I just think that there's some other factors playing into this uh sudden outrage. Yeah. And um, and then they're not getting the attention that they want from the mayor um, regarding their concerns. And so it, it's just uh, that P word that I won't say floating around there. You know what P word I'm talking about? I'm con I'm, con I'm concerned. It what rhymes with privilege. Privilege. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. This <laughs> I think it might be a little bit of that sprinkled on that, but that's <laughs> that's just my. This is my opinion, you know. Yeah, I mean, because I, you know, I was, I was before the show, I was even talking about the fact when I did a little time as an Uber Lyft driver, I went down there and there were rugrats down there, and it's, this doesn't sound like this is new. It's just the characters in this story seem to be a little different. I guess we'll leave it at that, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's a safe stopping point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else is happening in the world? Uh, we got anything else happening? Let's see. What what else is? Let's. Oh my goodness. Well, I know we have special, like a special segment segment for Juneteenth and Father's mm -hmm. Day. Uh, mm -hmm. But it, you know, just kind of surfacey. Uh, this is this is a pretty, like you mentioned at the beginning, a pretty big weekend of celebration, and there's some major decisions that have been made or on the precipice of being made mm -hmm. regarding, regarding the holiday. And um, I mean, I know, and I'll, sh I'll share more about this later, but you know, I know my, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or if it was just in conversation that my, my company made a big move. Yeah, you, you holiday. Yeah, yeah so John Hopkins said, you yeah. know, we're, we're going to make this a, a, a holiday. Matter of fact, a bunch of schools um, in the state actually made it a holiday. Um, I'm not sure what the state's waiting on. The state did do a. Um, okay, so back up a little bit, and we'll talk more about it a little later. But the Senate, the United yeah. States Senate, mm -hmm. has unanimously voted to make Juneteenth a national holiday. Um, there was one holdover. Um, there was a senator who he was threatening to not let it go because his issue was with the fact that uh, it's going to give federal employees another paid holiday. I guess that was, you know, they felt it was going to cost the country um, a certain amount. But he decided that since he was the only one, he was going to go ahead and just let it slide. How nice of him, right? Yeah. Thank and you. then so now it has to go through the House, which they don't think that's going to be a problem. And then President Biden has already said he's going to sign it. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, so I'm guessing the state will wait for that because I, I, I can't imagine the state would let our state would let there be a federal holiday. And <laughs> we're so close to the federal. Who knows, though? I, I don't I don't I doubt it. The, <laughs> I, I think we're, I think we're safe. Yeah, I think we're safe. So at least we know what well, we know. Well, look, we know that uh, mail will not be delivered on that day and nor will the banks be open starting next year. So I think that that's uh, pretty, pretty cool. We'll talk more about Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, movies. So I know. Uh, have you guys seen In the Heights yet? 
No, I, I have not. But I know there's been a lot of controversy. Versy. Versy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of controversy surrounding it. Uh, a lot of people were raving about it as well. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm a musical guy. I love musicals. And I have seen In the Heights. A uh, matter of fact, I was a Lynn Manuel uh, fan before Hamilton, right? So I saw In the Heights in, in, on Broadway. And so I was really anticipating it. It did not let me down. Um, I'm going to let you guys see it first. And then I think we can talk about it. All I, I know right now, the controversy is um, in, amongst the Latinx community, they feel as if uh, it did, the lead characters did not have the best representation of all of Latinx, right? Um, they felt that it was just one particular shade of Latinx and they didn't represent the other shades that come along with it in the lead roles. So we can talk more about it when you guys get back. Um, Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it does sound familiar, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. oh, all right, let's go ahead and pay a quick bill. All right. Pay a bill. We got to pay a bill. <laughs> 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So today's heads up, uh, I want to pose, a, I, I, want, I want you to think about something here. If the pandemic didn't show us anything, it showed us the danger of complacency. Let's face it, none of us were prepared for a global pandemic of the walking dead proportions, right? Nobody, nobody even woke up and said, oh, I am so ready for that day where the whole world just shuts down because of a deadly virus, right? So I, I wanna make sure you understand that as I'm speaking on this, I'm not coming from a place of judgment as if I've gotten all the answers. But what I will say is that the organizations and people that stuck out and stick out in my mind are the ones who had already shown that they were comfortable or they weren't comfortable with staying still and not trying to be better. Uh, they were they were the companies that already the people that already had said, you know what, I'm getting to this mark. I'm ready to go to the next one. And I'm getting to this point and I'm ready to go to the next thing. And so one of the things that I see here is that in, in the training room, you know, I, I'm in the world of learning and development. And I've even seen it in the training room where there were staff who the biggest struggle that they've had through the course of this pandemic were the ones who were pretty comfortable where they were before it happened, right? Um, they were the ones, some of them, you could actually, we kind of joke around at work saying they were retired in place. <laughs> um, they, they were the ones that were not, even before the time came for, um, you know, before the pandemic, they weren't the ones who it was easy for them to pivot. They weren't the ones who uh, would make a, you know, turn, you know, quickly. Um, that was a big struggle for them. Rihanna had a great, quote that I really like. She said this. She said, I am never satisfied. I always want more. I always want to get better. I always want to climb another step. Thank you for preaching the sermon, Riri. 
I really appreciate that because you did something here. One, one of the things you talked about was the fact that here you are as a great example of the fact. I mean, matter of fact, I was thinking about Rihanna. Like, of course, we have her music, right? But then we also have, you know, she has a whole fashion line that's out there. Um, and she's constantly doing things even behind the scenes. That is something that's even better um, down the road. And so I love that part about it because we already know that she's speaking, she's walking the talk. But the other part I love about that was the fact that she, her quote assumes that there will always be another step to climb. And I love that. You know, I don't care who you are in your career. I don't care who you are in your experience. There's always another step that you can climb to. Last year, we all were glued to our TV screens when the documentary about Michael Jordan, The Last Dance, aired. And sure, I'm going to tell you something. I learned some things that were not so flattering details about MJ. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I learned something like, oh, man, I wish I, I didn't know that. But I'm going to be honest with you that the one thing that was very clear was that he constantly was trying to figure out not only how to stay relevant, but to how to stay being the relevance. Think about that. He was not only trying to always stay relevant, but he was also trying to stay being the relevance. Here's what I mean. The world was complaining, you know, talking about M LeBron is better than MJ. LeBron is truly the GOAT. Meanwhile, it was as if Michael Jordan said, hold my beer. And we still started talking about him some more. He put a whole documentary out. I, I don't care who you are. He constantly showed, you know what? I'm going to set the standard. And he hasn't played basketball in how many years? I mean, it's been over a decade. He has not played on a professional level of basketball, but yet people are still wearing his shoes. People are still talking his name. Why? Because he's not trying to be complacent. I know that's a big example, but one of the things I want you to just know here is that we can never be satisfied with where we're at. Never, ever get complacent to the point that you're paralyzed. Regardless of how much education, how much experience, how much expertise you may have, there always will be something more to learn and grow into. And that, my friends, is my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. So my heart is like overjoyed here because it, I got to look on here. I am looking in this box and I see next to Christy, her husband, Rob. This is Rob, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> this is Rob, man. I am so excited. I am. Um, Christy and Rob are going to come on for another show, and they're going to kind of really share with us their story. Um, but um, I'm just excited. Here we are, technically the day before Father's Day. And uh, uh, I was saving it for the end of the show, but I got to say it now. This is going to be Christy's last show for a little bit. Uh, because she and Rob about to have a baby. And um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I can't wait for them to share their story with you. But um, I know, and, and you know, 
there were two others before this one that that didn't make it through the process, right? But so you are technically still parents, Rob. You already were a dad, right? Right. But this is the year where it actually gets to really manifest itself. And uh, so let me be one of the first to say Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you so much. Same happy to Father's you, Day, man. Happy Father's Day, man. And uh, you're gonna, you, I, I just, I watched the, the 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 clips of you hanging out with your god god kids and just the other little little people like you, um, you know. And so I, you, I know that your little person is gonna love you. And uh, so just Happy Father's Day to you, brother. And uh, we asked Rob to come on today as we are we're, we're talking about Father's Day. We have another father in here, Christopher. What's up, brother Hager? What's up? What's up, y'all? Happy Father's Day to you as well. Hey, man. What's up, big bro? Happy Father's Day. What's going on? What's going on, man? Man, I tell you what. Um, oh, go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm good. I was just saying, I'm I'm good over here. I'm real good over here. I love that Rob emphasized the big bro when he was talking to Chris. You know, emphasizing that he's the elder on the call. That was that's my favorite part. (laughs) He is the elder on the call. Oh, he truly is the elder. Part, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> he truly is the elder. So, so as we're celebrating Father's Day, you know, um, you know, what what is something, you know, we, Rob, you know, we're, we're talking with you a little bit. Chris, what is something that you weren't told about being a daddy that you wish you were told Ooh. about being a daddy? Like, what is one thing? I, I can start while you're thinking about it. The one thing that um, I wasn't really told was how much those little things will melt your heart um, quickly than you even realize it. Um, I do not like sharing food. Like I've always been that way. Like I'm not. I'm not sharing food. Like that's not. That's not <laughs> um, I will go buy you the dish as opposed to sharing it with you. That, that, that's, I don't do that. I will go and buy you another, like, I'll all right, I'll buy it for you. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it for you. <laughs> so Shavella, you know, my wife of 11 years, she knew that, like we were best friends before we got married. She knows that, matter of fact, we were somewhere and people were joking and she was like, oh, he don't share food. And she wasn't even bothered by it. Why? Because she knows it's how I am. In comes this little thing and he looked at you with them little beady eyes and he say, <laughs> Some. <laughs> he didn't even say that. <laughs> and it was like, here, go ahead. <laughs> broke me down, like broke me down. Broke me down. I mean, like, and nobody told me that it was going to be that easy. It's like they have this magical spell about them, and it's just, it's just incredible. So, give it a couple. That's years. my little you'll thing. Go, you'll go back. Give it a couple years. He's still little. You're right. You're right. He is, and I, I, I can see, I can see how that may play out. You're right. That's what, what I you actually, got, Chris. That's actually what I was going to talk about is the fact that um, maybe I was told sublim- subliminally, but I wasn't told that there were going to be real um, moments where I really didn't like my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll always love them, right? Like, that's not going to change. But it's like, I can, you know what? I can do without y'all for a while. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a real talk. I mean, you I know, know this I mean? about Father's Day, but I can co-sign that. Like, I, my kids, I hate it here. Well, I ain't too fond of you either. How about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because since since Christine and I have got together, I have learned a lot from her about um, getting me time. Like, look, 
get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? And 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 not that my parents didn't tell me that. Like you, I definitely got my share of go ahead on, Christopher's. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like they didn't. I guess because as a child, it was like whatever. That was just part of you know. That's just what was going to happen. And I knew. They always love me. And I, I think my kids always know that I always love them. But I, I sometimes I want them to be aware that I don't like them. <laughs> Didn't Bill Cosby say that in a, uh, well, I know we got to be careful when we talk about him, but Heathcliff Huxtable, how's that? Yeah, Heathcliff yeah. Huxtable. Didn't he say that sometimes? He says, I don't like you right now. Like he actually said it to his kids and it, I get it. My mom used to say that to me too. She said, I love you, but I don't like you. How did you say that? I get it now. Yeah, I love you. I don't, I don't like you. I'm not there yet. But you know, Mike's only nine, so I'm sure I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> go ahead, Christy, what you got? I, I was gonna ask um Rob a question. All right, go ahead, ask As Rob. As the question. interviewer, um, I, I wanted to know what are you most looking forward to? Um regard we we don't well, I know you've you've desired to be a father for a very, very, very long time. And I I'm interested in knowing what are you most looking forward to? Uh, I would have to say changing the dynamic as far as the, the males in my family. I thought he was going to say diapers. Woo! Being something too. different. Doing something different when it comes to fatherhood. So I'm I'm coming from a place of experience built from absence. Oh. So, um, and, and then, you know, just other examples wasn't that great. But a lot of things added up to the man that I, I, I can be for, for Mason coming up. But the biggest thing for me I'm looking forward to is is being there in place, just being present and watching what's, what happens and pouring into him as much as I can. So that's that's the biggest thing I, I want to do is just close the gap in, you know, in, our, in our generation. I love that, man. That's dope. That's that's some good stuff right there. And I know you are going to, because uh, you're, you're a good man, Rob. Like you, you're just a good man. Like you're good people, and uh, it starts with the way you treat your wife. Like you treat her like the queen that she is, and that that right there, it, it goes a mile. Uh, it goes many miles. So that's awesome, man. I can't wait. This I can't wait to meet this little boy. You got something that you want to say, uh, Christine, as you're uh, having camera issues? <laughs> no, I put my phone on. Do not disturb. But people keep. They're not respecting it. I mean, they're not respecting it. <laughs> this is usually time that I can, you know, what time is it? You know, it's sometime. We're, we're pre-recording, so I would normally be available at this time. So. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but the sacrifice you make for our headspaces. <laughs> so, so here's my question, and I want to, I want to, I'm gonna go there because you know we like to get this conversation out there. What are y'all's thoughts on single moms being honored on Father's Day? Like, what are y'all's what are y'all's thoughts about that? Like, because uh, you know, I it's it's amazing to me. I always see um, when you know you see the the advertisements. It's like the world shuts down for Mother's Day, like big time. It's like things are there for 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 years. The the restaurants have all the brunches and all the stuff, but then when it comes to Father's Day, it's like, oh, by the way, this is y'all's day. If it just feels that way, right? Oh, we're gonna have your cookout. You know, it's always a cookout. Like, and we're the ones that end up doing the cooking, right? But one of the things that I did notice, and I didn't really notice it as much until I became a dad, was the, the amount of you know people who were like, "Well, I didn't have a dad, so I'm just gonna wish my mom a happy Father's Day." What are y'all's thoughts on that? I'm just curious as to to get your feedback on that. 
I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I can empathize um, with the with the genesis of it, but I'm I'm not a fan. Okay. Okay. I I purposely paused to wait for one of the fathers to comment for the same reason why I despise people doing that. It's not about women. Mm. It's not about mothers. I don't even if you are a single mother, even if the dad is not around for whatever reason, whether it mm -hmm. just be because he's a deadbeat or passed away in jail, whatever it may be. It's not about mothers. It's about fathers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, unfortunately, and we have to honor and respect and, and pray for those people who are in the situation where their dad is not around for whatever reason. Right. Sure. Uh, but it's not the time to take away from the fathers that are there in place doing their their duty. You know, it's a time to honor and respect them and, and love on the ones who are here. Honor those who have passed, who were good dads. You know, the spotlight shouldn't shouldn't go to mothers on Father's Day. It's just, mm -hmm. it disgusts me. I get it. I, get I respectfully it. disagree. Okay. Simple as I just do. I'm 43 and I buy my mom a Father's Day card every year. Okay. That's my story. That's what it's, I don't take away from it. I don't bash or any of that stuff. Like I don't, I was raised in a two-parent household. My two parents were my mother and my grandmother. So okay. my mother's getting a Father's Day card because that's what it is for me. I don't begrudge. Like I don't, I would never take it away from the, like Christopher is an excellent father. Michael, I'm learning that you're an excellent father. Rob, you're shaping up to be pulling, pulling for you. <laughs> I, like I don't take anything away from any of you, but y'all not going to take nothing away from my mama neither. So Mike, <laughs> like that's Okay. Fine. Do you feel that, do you think you feel that way because of how you grew up? Because Absolutely. of- Okay. Absolutely. It's my so direct situation. Okay. Yes. So do you feel that that okay, so is my stance taken away from your mother? Uh it could be. How so? To say that it's, you know, to to, to say that it's, you know, shining a light on or not shining a light on fathers or what have you. I'm not, again, I celebrate the father that you are all the time, a bonus dad to my own children. But my situation, my own personal upbringing isn't that. And I'm not going to take away from my mom who's sitting right here listening to me by chance, but, but out of coincidence this one time, I'm not going to take away from her that she missed out on a lot because she did it by herself. And, mm. I, you know, again, I'm not. Be, you're not going to see on Father's Day, I'm not going to post happy Father's Day to my mom. I'm not going to do that. But I'm certainly calling her up and like, dang, ma, you're the ish to me, you know? I think that's part of the issue. I think that social media personifies everything and puts out there. Like, nobody would, first of all, nobody would know this in, except for the fact that you, you shared it. Now yeah. Sharing yeah. It because you don't put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think part of that conversation has to be directed to to or or at least um, compartmentalize that a point about whether it's on social media or not. Because again, I know you do it and I know your mom's dope and I know she deserves that. But I think- I tell you what, my mama could build a house just like she can help y'all contract some stuff. Call her up, <laughs> mom the builder. Mom the builder, yes. <laughs> no, I think Chris, I think- that lady. <laughs> Chris, I think you're on a good point though. I think you are making a great point because 
I think where it always used to rub me the wrong way was that there was a faction of folk who were just like, uh, I don't care that this is Father's Day. I'm going to honor my mother. And they make this big to do about it. Right. Christine, I really appreciate and respect what you just said. Like that's, I, I acknowledge that. I think that's great. I and think don't for get me, me wrong. Yeah. Again, my own personal situation. My father yeah. has given me plenty reason to be the woman who would bash fathers. I get I'm it. Do that because I get Christopher it. has shown, like Christopher, we've been together almost six years. He's an excellent dad. He's great with my kids. Like it's to, to, it's amazing to watch. Again, I watch. You know, Christy, you and Rob, y'all really. You know, you know, there are men out there that don't deserve what people are doing, mm -hmm. but that's not going to stop me from buying my mother a Father's Day card. And that's, I think that's, I think that's awesome. No, I think that's great. And I, and I respect that. And you, you gave me something to think about as I did have some visceral towards that, you know, that feel, cause I did, I just was like, man, we don't get anything like, you know, society. I feel like sometimes society throws away the importance of a dad mm -hmm. in, in a, in a family. And I think, and I think that that me, especially coming from a, a Christian background, I know the importance of it, of, of the role of a father. And so I feel like that's that, but I do appreciate what you, what you, what you said. And I piggyback on Mike said my, and uh, Rob, I'm a be quick. Like I piggyback on what you say, because I, I was lucky enough. Um, unfortunately, like unlike Rob to have my dad around, it's, it's visceral for me as well. It's like, wait a minute. I, you know what I mean? I, my, my father was there. I know what that means to have it. So for the the two on my left who, who have different stories, like I said, I, all I can do is respect that. Mm -hmm. Pound. What you got? I mean, Rob. What you got? <laughs> uh, my, my thing is I, I feel sorry. I, well, not, I'm feel sorry. I feel bad for the moms that even have to be caught in the middle of that whole, that whole debate because the mom does a lot from start to finish, period whether it's both parents in the household or not. So when you got a, a woman that has to cover the entire household, they just get that, they get that respect period every day. They shouldn't have to worry about people fighting over which day they should be able to celebrate. I, I feel like you should just get in respect period. It, it, it's Father's Day is Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. How do you do it in your household? It's a personal thing. That's how you do it. That's fine. I don't have nothing against that. But I don't think the mother should sit there and have to even hear or worry about, you know, should we be able to celebrate Father's Day? They should be able to celebrate being an amazing parent, period. Mm -hmm. I, I have one. So, you know, it is what it is. And Rob got deep, like, because that's talking about our place as men and where we at. And yeah. Hey, bro, that's a whole nother show, man. I know. I know. I just wanted to let you know I feel you, bro. Like, and Listen, we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation for Father's Day. Let's pay a bill real quick. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head -head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Awesome. So, all right. So let's just lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was heavy. 
<laughs> I definitely got choked up. I had to be a thug because my mom is sitting right here. <laughs> no, I appreciated that. Um, so Rob, are you gonna are you are you looking forward to being in the delivery room? Oh <laughs> listen, so so because I've had to be in one of them rooms before with a different result, sure. I am ecstatic about being in the delivery room. It's I get nothing, it. I'm not worried or scared about anything. Being at this point where I am, you really can't shake me about nothing. I'm ready. I know that's right. You got your cam. You got your camera ready. That's well, we can't video, but I got the camera ready though. They aren't gonna let you video. Nope. Why? Not? Want video that. L well, listen, right. first of all, you right. First of all, because we didn't have some. Listen, because we didn't have some situations. We, I think I know why they don't want you to video. I get it. Okay. Missing boy in court if something happened. I get it. Okay. 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 Yeah. We can take okay. pictures. We can take pictures. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, were you in there, Chris? Within your yours, both times. The first time, I, like Michael was a C-section and he was second. That just, just, I mean, listen, Rob. I'm glad you are ready, bro. I'm glad you. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> man, I was man, not. man. That, that whole Humpty Dumpty. We're gonna take you apart and put you back. Man, like, no, it was a lot. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So we knew going into it that Mike was going to be C-section. We knew that. I mean, he was the book. Mike came out nine pounds, 12 ounces. And Absolutely that was not. only because he was peeing when they pulled him out. Ooh. If he hadn't peed, he came out with a stream of pee. Just <laughs> and he was peeing. He was going to be straight up 10 pounds. And so, oh. <laughs> so my but, mic was 10 pounds, 10, 10 ounces. 10 yeah, pounds, 10 big, ounces. big boys. Yeah, big boys. And so yeah. Yeah, so we already knew that that was going to be the case. So I, because I had already watched some of the videos for it to go out the the normal way, and I was like, "Whoa!" So, so this one was a little different for me because they had gotten Chevelle prep before, you know, before we could go in, and her mom was with me, right? And so it was funny because her mom's a nurse, and her mom's been through this several times, right? And so I'm constantly asking, "Is this is this normal?" Is this normal? The lady had the lady that was pulling him out had on like a wrist brace. Like she looked like she was about to go to war, and and they had this curtain up. Poor Chevelle, she was throwing up like she was dying on the other side of the curtain, and I was torn because I was like, do I make sure she's okay, or like do I keep on making sure that our baby's all right? Like it was like I was like I was like, are you all right? All right, could, are are you? Are, and all I saw was they were pulling. I mean, they were pulling and yanking and pulling and yanking, and then uh, when they went to grab like, them out. They, they went and grabbed like, them out. Mike. I'm sorry, I went back there for a second. I'm sorry. Are y'all caring any about the fact that I'm about to go through labor? I'm sorry. You're killing anyway, me. You're killing anyway, me. Anyway, I'm sorry. All right. What I will say is there was nothing like when they finally pulled that little boy out and he was mad and was peeing and was mad and just looking at him and being like, oh my gosh, like this is my little man. So our little man, but anyway, that was our moment. I, I went there for a second. I'm sorry. I had a I had a moment. Thank you for pulling me back in, Christy. <laughs> Thank you for pulling me back in. So, what is the most what is the most useful gift you think so far? You you've gotten a whole bunch of gifts from folk. What's something that you're looking forward to playing with when you actually have the kid? Like what what's the the gift that you're most excited about actually getting to use? The carrier. The um the baby born 
But that's the gift. Yeah, he that's said the gift. gift. Okay, all gift right. Gift or toy. Yeah. That's what just having him right here and be able to just move around and have him. Yeah, he can carry him for a while now. It is. <laughs> ah, that's right. Yeah, he can carry him for a little bit. That's good. I don't know. I, I wish, I hope for you that he fits. Because yeah, I tried. little Mike didn't fit in the baby. Pool. And mine never fit. Like his head was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess my kids just, I mean, they, yeah. they, they, big headed yeah. babies. I don't know. I'm like, I couldn't yeah. get them out of the way. And well, I'm just like, I've seen people do it and been really, really jealous. So I'm going to be yeah. jealous. If you, Rob, you walking around with Mason like this, I might just take him and see if he fit on me. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen, bro. I'm in. The, I'm in the club with you, so I don't know. It might not go down then. I, I want. Listen. You may want to keep the receipt for the baby Bjorn and <laughs> okay, and, and trade well, it in for something know. else. That may be that. Um, and also the the newborn clothes. You, you there's a good chance he probably won't fit in the newborn clothes either. You just gonna go straight up, you're gonna go straight up to preteen. No, I'm playing. But <laughs> 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 well, we are so. <laughs> we are so excited for you guys, Rob. We are so happy for you, and uh, we definitely um, are looking forward to meeting Mason and uh, having some things. You got any questions for us? Anything that you any thought? Any last little thoughts you want to say about Father's Day? And that's what uh, you were the guest I, of honor. I just hope you guys enjoy your Father's Day, and I hope Christine that you are able to celebrate your mom as usual, and she get the love from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just appreciate the prayers and and and. Just support and y'all keep it up. This is awesome right here. Thanks, y'all homie. Keep, keep going. We're definitely gonna have to have you come back, uh, especially when we when we get to meet the little the little one. Have to have you come back and talk about some things, and we're gonna have to do a a father's episode because it sounds like we got some um, opportunity here. So for sure, for sure, very I'm good. good. I like. All it. right. Pay a bill. Gotta pay a bill. <laughs> Focused on photo. Versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. All right, my friends. So we are at Juneteenth. We talked about this. We celebrate uh, Father's Day is tomorrow. But today is actually Juneteenth. We talked about it a little bit beforehand. Uh, for those that don't know exactly what Juneteenth was, uh, Juneteenth was around the time when the, the slaves in Texas, Galveston, Texas, found out that they were actually no longer slaves. Um, and so uh, that was the gist of it. Uh, there's a lot of controversy out there about why it took so long for the word to get to them. Uh, you know, there's there's some conspiracy theories that along the way the messengers were hijacked and uh, kind of some of them killed along the way. Or well, killed the messenger. Yep. Kill, I wonder if that's where they came from. Hmm. Mm. Things that make you say hmm. Um, the other other theory was that the slave owners actually knew they just were doing the whole one. Nobody told us officially. Yeah, because they were trying to get that last crop in. They were, try- the, the uh-huh. they were trying to get those last, at least the seedlings down. Said, oh, look, yeah. we're going to yeah. before. So, look, can y'all plant yeah. another 3,000 acres before you leave? 
Well, you know, it is funny you say that, Chris, because uh, I, I've been getting into High on the Hog, and I think uh, I know Christine. I know you saw all of it, Chris. Chris, you, you see all of it, Christy. Have you seen all of it? How I, I have not. I've seen like a half half of the first episode. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay, all right. Um, so High on the Hog, I'm only on episode three, just because I watch it with Shavella, and Shavella's a lightweight at night. Like at a certain point, she ain't the show will watch her. Yeah, it'll watch her. So, um, but we watched it, and one of the fascinating pieces about it. Well, first of all, the whole first episode that dealt with uh, the food of the motherland mm -hmm. and like okra. I had no clue that okra was an African thing. Like me that either. that was brought over. That was brought over here. Like that's a, it. Almost made me appreciate okra even more. I'm a huge okra fan. It's hard but, to appreciate okra. I know, right? But it's like I'm trying. I'm trying to because you know I just feel the spirit of. Our ancestors. Whenever I eat it, maybe um, maybe if you cook it on a on a on a hearth, you can eat it. <laughs> I do like it in gumbo. Now, when I have it in gumbo, I do like it because it's not overpowering. It's just yeah. a little piece of it. But but the other part about it that really fascinated me was uh, I didn't know about rice. So like Carolina Gold, mm -hmm. I knew nothing about that, and and how they and it, it was one of those man. That's what y'all get. When you found out that there was no one knew how to harvest it, um, once the slaves, because that was a that was a skill that they brought over with them, and there were all these rice fields, and then once they were free, it was like they couldn't the white the, the white the white people couldn't they couldn't harvest it, mm -hmm. um, and that was that was very fascinating to me. Um, it really I, I definitely highly recommend High on the Hog for some folk. Um, Speaking of that, that. that that aerial aerial shot of them walking down the road that the actual slaves walked down to. Yeah. Yo. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Benin. I just had, you know, the ancestors. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. My mom goes, her, her lineage starts in Benin. Ain't that something? Shut up. No. Get out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, so I've been to Ghana, um, and so I, I stood at the cat in the castle, and they talk about the door. If you go to the National African American Museum in D.C., they'll talk about that. But Shavela has been to Benin, and she actually has done that whole thing in the gate wow. to the gate the gate to nowhere or the gate um, never. What is it called? The gate to the gate to nowhere, right? I think so. Um, and she talked about how you and I had that experience in Ghana. That you just when you're there, it's almost like you could just feel like you could hear the whales. You could hear the oh gosh, it's really something. Yeah, it's 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 a very spiritual moment. Mm. It's a very spiritual. I, I remember I remember it being in Ghana and um, our tour guide. So you walk into the one of the castles where they stored them, right? And you'll notice that the the ground is 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 um it's asphalt, but it's shiny, right? Like very shiny. And he talked about how um the reason why I shot these were you know there were some that didn't make it past that that area and they it was just trampled over and so you're walking they were like you're walking on your brothers and sisters now and and this one particular um tour guide we had he said he said Shh, listen mm. listen to the cries of your mothers and your father I mean it was and you're all just sitting there like oh <laughs> and you're oh. wailing Oh, and then you're yeah. sitting there wailing, right? With the ocean, right. with the ocean waves crashing against you, 
And it's like as they're describing it, you can hear the whistles from the 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 the, the you know the the anchor, you know, the chains from the like you can hear all that, and none of that's there, but you can just hear it's very spiritual. I I highly I did say that I'm gonna take a one day, maybe that's one thing that I do. I'm gonna take a group over there so that we can kind of experience that. Cause I do think that um I think the further away our generation gets from that, the more and more we we tend to lose sight of of that. Absolutely, and they don't put it in our and they don't put it in our young people's head at all. It's no. our responsibility, like they said, to keep that up. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're we're right in the same lane. I was just gonna say, and that's one of the questions we wanted to talk about regarding Juneteenth, right? Like, why is it important? Yeah. This is why. Yeah. This did is y'all, why. Did y'all hear that? It's pretty close to becoming a federal holiday. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. We up earlier. We I'm Senate sorry. has passed it. No, you're good. The Senate passed it. It's going to get it's, it's, I mean, I can't imagine it won't get through the house. And President Biden said he's going to go ahead and sign it right as, as soon as it comes through. I mean, sure I can't imagine what you say, Christine. He want to make sure he get to come to all y'all cookouts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe can come. He got to bring Kamala, but Joe can come. <laughs> um. No, Juneteenth is real important because you're absolutely right, Christy. We got to remember that. Like, I, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I said, you know, you do realize that there's legislation that technically makes me free. That, I don't that think people think about it that way. Like, we yeah. are one negative vote away from being yeah. right back where we started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, and even just the awareness of the significance of the day. And, you know, I was having a conversation with some colleagues who some look like me, some don't. And, you know, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for us as African-Americans to understand and appreciate the holiday, but also to create awareness to others um, mm-hmm. and realize that, you know, we've been celebrating July 4th all these years mm-hmm. and that's not truly our day of freedom. Right. You know? And um, just just it, just the awareness. I mean, the fact that I you know I just read a meme right before we came on about um, just uh, shop owners and uh, black small businesses wanting to make sure that people knew that because now that Juneteenth is popular, a lot of your big box stores are wanted to profit off of you know apparel and things that are representing Juneteenth. And just remember that you can go to small black businesses to purchase these type of things. So it's important to, to know if we're going to if we're going to support Juneteenth and we want to you know really create awareness, let's be sure that our dollars are going to the small black businesses as well. So I, I think that's important to note. I saw one on a JC Penny ad shirt on a JC Penny ad and it's real, real soft, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to get it from my brother and it's going to say what I'm saying, that JC Penny shirt wasn't. Mm-hmm. The part that really strikes me as fascinating was it took George Floyd's death. And, you know, if you remember, it was that issue. And then President Trump at the time wanted to have his first rally in Tulsa, right, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. on Juneteenth. Right. Oh, I remember that. And, you know, I remember, you know, I went to a PWI and predominantly white institution. And, you know, a lot of my friends were like, I don't even understand what the big uprising. I'm like, well, first of all, 
you need to look at your history books about Black Wall Street. And then secondly, the fact that I was gonna say right. they went through it and it was like, we still don't <laughs> still not in there. Still not in there. Which book? Still not in there. <laughs> right. And then secondly, Juneteenth. And I mean, and I, and you know, and to be honest with you, I wasn't quite I wasn't quite upset that some folk didn't know it. Um, I was a little shocked that the people in the president's team didn't know it, and I, I still don't believe that they didn't know it. Um, but I get it. We 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 grew up Baltimore County Public Schools, well, Baltimore City Public Schools for you, Christine, and we didn't learn about Juneteenth. I was in AP history, AP US history, and I do not remember my black history teacher teaching us about mm -hmm. Juneteenth. And I didn't learn about it until I was in Arkansas um, for my internship with Walmart one summer. My I think it was between my junior and senior year. So I'm not mad that people didn't know, but I am excited now that people are knowing. So the question is, what are you going to do about it? That's it. What are you going to do about it? So, all righty, give us two seconds. Let's pay one more bill and then let's go ahead and close on out, my friends. Doo -doo -doo. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Wow. Well, here we are. Holiday. Uh, yeah, it's a holiday weekend, right? Um, got a lot going on. What so meal what are, are you? What are your plans? What are you guys doing? Well, what are we doing, Christopher and Christine? I I, I plan on being on the beach with mm. one of these. Oh, that sounds really good. In another country. In Jamaica. Yes, yes. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy. Plan on doing just that. Oh, you're gonna hide in Christine's uh you gonna hide in her um suitcase? Oh you yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And it's gonna be more than 50 pounds, so I hope she brought a couple dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all really gonna y'all really gonna celebrate y'all freedom. Yes. Yes, <laughs> celebrate your freedom. <laughs> you know, some of us made it in a bag or in a box or something, mm -hmm. right? Hey, you know what I always talk about down in the islands. I mean, they it was a very good chance you may be brothers and sisters because it was just one ship went north, one ship went south. And there we have it. Hey, that's very true. Um, we are, you know, we're doing dinner and uh, doing a early, I guess it's, it's lunch, lint, liner. It's like really? a late lunch, Dutch. early dinner. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to play some putt putt. Gonna, yep, lunch. And yep, we're going to pay some, uh, we're going to play some putt putt, which nice. I think is becoming a new. Father's Day traditions, so I'm excited about that. And the cicadas seem to be a little quieter, so I'm guessing that they're they real quiet here in Pennsylvania. Not one did she have. It's disgusting. Uh, Not one. You didn't even bring one up on your car? You should have brought I one tried. up on your car. I tried. They kept flying off. You know they're not too That's bright. That's because he doesn't they, drive slow. They aren't too bright. I they aren't too right. Sticky is not going to outdo me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh what are you playing for Rob on uh, Father's Day? Well, I, I can't say oh, that's right, duh. He's, he's around and he his ears I'm sure are perked, but um we do have he does have plans for Sunday and actually Saturday 
didn't even realize this when we were planning on Juneteenth is uh, my maternity shoot. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we'll be doing that on on Saturday. And did we mention that this is my last? We said say this is my last show. Yeah, this is your show, last right? show. So I'm about to ask a real personal question, but I, you know, you never know what I'm gonna ask. Are y'all gonna do one of the naked pictures? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's it. Okay, everyone, you have a great day. <laughs> you gonna do one of the naked? You know what I'm talking about? The this one where it's just her holding her, her holding her, her, her bosoms, and then looking off into the Mike, 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 yes. even if we did, you would never see it. <laughs> looking off. I mean, are you our best friends with these supermodels? Do the pose again, Mike. <laughs> Mike, that's the pose. <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the, with the head in the belly. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you gotta have you gotta cover up the bosoms. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, then yeah. Rob, and then Rob's behind you, holding you and but holding he had the belly. All his clothes on, but okay. Now, okay. Yeah, he got all his clothes on. <laughs> Ain't that? But you're bare. You're both barefoot. You got to be barefoot, like like barefoot. Naked, naked right? Reasons, but, yeah. You're naked. Rob no. is fully clothed with no shoes you and socks on. You put your shoes on and Rob will have his off. <laughs> Where? How did this, how did we go down this, this slippery slope? <laughs> that is so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You know what? Let's go ahead and just pray this thing out. I wish y'all many of God's blessings. Christy, uh, we're going to miss you, but we know from time to time you... We know from time to time you may pop in and just say hi. I hope, right. you know, right. you might pop in and say hi. Um, but we definitely uh, are so happy for you guys. And Christine and Christopher, have a great trip to Jamaica. Have a great Enjoy. vacation. And until next time, everybody, peace. Peace. Bye, fam. Peace out. Yeah. Peace yeah. out. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week. <laughs>